0: Hi, I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories, coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas with another installment of Throwback Thursday. Guess who's in the audience? You never know. They always say you should know your audience before you speak, so you can tailor your talk to the members of the audience. But once in a while there is a person in the audience who, rather than you, maybe should be giving the talk. Here are a few personal examples. At the end of the first week of July, that's an important date as you'll see, I was giving my first talk to the Division of Nephrology at the University of Texas Southwestern Medical School Parkland in Dallas, a great nephrology division. And, in the old days, we had carousels that held 80 Kodachrome slides. The talk was on the normal glomerulus, but after loading the carousel, I only had 70 slides. I couldn't have that, so I expended the talk to involve the JGA with an additional 10 slides, filling the carousel to 80. These were days before PowerPoint. I got to the 71st slide, and a hand went up, from the 30 or so people in the audience. It was a small hand from a person I did not know, but one of the greatest, if not the greatest questions I had ever heard. I looked at the small young woman, thinking she was a rotating medical student, and answered as best I could. I got to slide number 72, and even a greater blockbuster question from her. If she had any idea how great a question it was, I was, frankly, gobsmacked. Then, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a couple of nephrology fellows I knew with a range from wry smiles to almost laughing at me. So I walked over to this young woman and asked, in proper terms, who in the heck are you? Her answer was, I'm Dr. Josie Briggs. Josie Briggs was one of, if not the world's expert on the JGA. She would eventually become the head of the NIDDK at the NIH. So I handed her the microphone and never presented the JGA again, just in case. Second example Art Cohen and I were giving a short course in renal pathology at the USCAP, and just before the course started, Art leaned over and said to me, You see who's in the audience? I said, No to which he said, well, Karen Sorger. I asked, who in the heck is Karen Sorger? And what really concerned me was his response. Well, you're giving the post-infectious glomerulonephritis talk, aren't you? You should know, Art said. Now, really worried. Art replied that she had just written on the different immunofluorescent forms of post-infectious glomerulonephritis, as it was called at that time. I had no time to go to the library, so when we got to that part of the lecture, I walked up to her, handed her the microphone, and let her talk. Another time with Art, I leaned over the podium, not realizing that the microphone was live, and said, the only thing worse than having to give this talk after lunch is sitting through it, Art. The best laugh I got through the whole session, I guess you're always live. Another example, Dr Perani and I, well he did most of the work, I just carried the papers, started the Columbia Physicians and Surgeons Medical Diseases of the Kidney postgraduate course that is now the longest running postgraduate course over 40 years at Columbia. Now, for many years under the great direction of Dr Vivette Degatti and Jerry Appel. Anyways, During the Q&A session while on stage, we noticed for the first time Dr. John Harrington, a quite famous nephrologist from Boston and one of the founders of the Nephrology Forum in Kidney International. We got no further but asked him on stage to help us with the questions to which he, we, and the audience were delighted. He was terrific. My last story, which is also true, I was giving the post-infectious glomerulonephritis talk at Columbia, and when one of the audience members got up and asked a question, it was obvious he was an expert in the field of post-infectious glomerulonephritis. He said his name, Dr. Rodriguez Aterbi, who had studied more patients with this than anyone else in the world. He should have been giving the lecture, especially since I had been quoting him and his work several times without knowing he was in the audience. Well, there are a lot of other stories about lectures, lecture halls, students, residents, fellows, but I'll stop now with the moral to these. Always try to know who's in your audience. They, even individually or collectively, may know more about your topic than you. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter or visit us on the web at ArcanaLabs.com.